Talk Radio. Major news in D.C., major political news developing. Let's jump right in. The Durham hearing today, Matt Gates may have had the best back and forth with Durham. Here's about half of it. We'll come back and finish the clip. Here's about half of Matt Gates' fiery exchange with John Durham today. Uh, the gentleman from Florida is recognized. Yeah, I, I agree with Mr. Biggs. You've given us testimony today that you're disappointed that the FBI didn't cooperate more, right? That was your testimony. Said that. Yeah, so we're disappointed too, but the difference is when regular folks do things that are wrong and unlawful, there's typically greater effort to try to get those people before a grand jury to, to utilize criminal process where appropriate, not, not for other purposes. And it's just like, oh, well, Bill Prestep, the guy who might have set this whole op in motion, he just didn't want to talk to you about certain things, and you were real accommodating to that. And then Mifsud, the person who juices Papadopoulos to create this predicate that you find improper, you guys, you, I mean, did you ever know who his lawyer was, Mifsud's lawyer? Who his lawyer was, Mifsud's lawyer? We talked to his lawyer in Europe, not in, I don't know if so he wait, wait, You could find the guy's States. lawyer, but you couldn't find him? We uh, contacted uh, somebody that we knew it had, rep- had represented him in a, a part of the effort to try to locate him. And you got the lawyer. And then now you're, you're sitting here in front of the judiciary saying you could find the guy's lawyer, but you couldn't effectuate the service of a subpoena because you couldn't find him? Well, you, first you know of all, that sounds? as you may or may not know, we wouldn't have um, the authority to serve a subpoena overseas. Um, the lawyer didn't know where Mifsud was. He was in communication uh, with him, but he claimed not to know where he was. And we were trying to arrange um, an opportunity to talk to Mifsud. Did you take uh, possession of two BlackBerry phones from Mifsud in any way? There were phones that were provided to us by oh, so you could find Mifsud's the phones lawyer. The guy. Correct. Do you see how silly this looks? Like you found the lawyer, you found the phones, but the actual dude who yeah. got ordered by Western Intelligence to go start this thing you couldn't find? It's, it's kind of laughable. It seems like more than disappointment. It seems like you weren't really trying to expose the true core of the corruption, that you were trying to, you were trying to go at it another way. Yeah. As we said in the um, report and as I said in my opening remarks, <clears throat> we pursued the facts as best we could. Well, how about this the tools fact? that we have. Okay, how about this fact, Mr. Durham? The entire Mueller team does a hard reset on their Apple phone in synchronization to wipe away evidence. Did you investigate that? I've read that. Well, why didn't, did you investigate it? Who gave the order on the Mueller team to, to wipe the phones? Yeah, that was not something that we were um, asked to look at, and we well, didn't no, look at No, that's not true, Mr. Durham. That is not true, because I'm holding the document that authorizes your activity, and it specifically says the investigation of special counsel Robert Mueller. It's in par- Mr. Chairman, I seek unanimous consent to enter into the record the order that says that no you're objection. supposed to inter- investigate these things. And so, like, whether it's the Mueller team, Mifsud, how about Azra Turk? Azra Turk, what's Azra Turk's real name? Do you know that? I'm not going to be disclosing the names of FBI personnel that are oh, otherwise unavailable. But, but an FBI, so the FBI sends somebody to go honeypot George Papadopoulos. Who gave the order to do that? I think that's beyond the scope of what's in the report. It's literally the scope of what your charging order is. Who put it in motion? We get after it was put in motion, the FBI did a bunch of wrong and corrupt things. Totally understand. We're trying to deal with that. But when you are part of the cover-up, Mr. Durham, 
then it makes our job harder. Yeah, well, if that's your thought, I mean, there's no way of dissuading you from that. I can tell you that it's offensive and that the people who worked on this investigation have spent their lives trying to protect the people in this country and pursue within the law you went what it is that we, two, could, we are authorized Trump, to do. You tried two cases, lost both of them, and then the one plea, guilty plea you got, Kleinsmith, Kleinsmith is back to practicing law in Washington, D.C. today. That's beyond my control. Right, but, but the, the fact that you allowed that plea to occur, right? And, All right, and ladies and gentlemen, we got a huge broadcast coming up. We got more on the Hunter Biden story from yesterday. We got more on the Durham, Durham hearing from today. Uh, not to mention just a ton of other news. Loaded war room transmission, special guests coming up. You're not going to want to miss this one today. gentlemen it is wednesday june 21st 2023 this is the infowars war room brought to you by infowarsstore.com and we are just absolutely loaded today gonna be joined by attorney viva fry to discuss the hunter biden plea deal and that ongoing investigation and situation then we're going to be joined in the second hour by ivan raiklin who was at the Durham hearing. It might still be going. And so we'll be hearing from him, his thoughts, firsthand experience. We got tons of clips from it as well. Probably about 20, 30 video clips today. And then, of course, there's other big news. This issue of the biggest pushers of the COVID vaccine not willing to debate the merits of it or the other vaccines they push and promote on children. This narrative is, this story is not going anywhere. We'll continue to track and trace that. Insane stories developing in the LGBTQ plus phenomenon that, again, this stuff should never be going on in any civilized and sane society. None of this would be going on. So just stunning stuff there. Uh, Zelensky makes a statement today that is, I mean, why the American people, why any American would still listen to that, that tyrant, why any Americans would ever take that little, that tiny man, that tiny tyrant seriously is beyond me, especially after the statements made today. And again, just just other news as well that we'll be covering. And tons of video clips and guests. But as we're getting our first guest lined up, Viva Fry, I think that... I think that we should understand better what's going on in the Hunter Biden case. We're supposed to believe... This is what the official story is. 
Hunter Biden was so addicted to drugs and sex in the years 2017 and 2018 that he could barely even properly function. And so therefore, him not filing his taxes and him not registering to get a gun properly, not not admitting to his rampant drug use, which came out, I mean, he admitted it. He admitted it in his books and, and the emails and everything else. So the feds were like, okay, well, you lied on your gun application here. And then you admit you lied. And look, I could sit here and defend Hunter Biden against these charges and the tax evasion and everything else just because I am anti-taxes and I am a Second Amendment, I wouldn't say absolutist. I'm not sure if I would say I'm a Second Amendment absolutist, but I'm a major, major supporter of the Second Amendment. Hunter Biden gets one too. So do drug addicts. That's my stance. I, I do believe drug addicts Get, get a Second Amendment. So I could actually defend and say, you know, Tucker Carlson, or excuse me, uh, Hunter Biden shouldn't have to. Tucker Carlson with a big sh- show last night on the Biden crime family. Hunter Biden shouldn't have to register to get a gun. He has a Second Amendment right. Hunter Biden shouldn't have to pay taxes. It's uh, taxation is theft. But that's not the world we live in. And that's not the equal thought process that we'll have here so we're supposed to believe hunter biden was so bombed out of his mind on drugs addicted to sex we've seen it all on the laptop the drug use the pornography the trophy pictures i mean does the guy have a foot fetish or what's going on with the pictures with the children it's all out there but we're supposed to believe that hunter biden was just so bombed out of his mind drugged out of his mind, addicted to drugs and sex, that he just he just couldn't file his taxes and he just couldn't properly register to get a firearm. And so we're just going to let him get clean. And as long as he's sober, I don't know what it was. I think it's 20 months, maybe two years. I'm not sure. I think it's 20 months, maybe. As long as Biden is sober for 20 months, all this will go away. And then he owes the whatever million in taxes from the foreign money he took, the foreign millions he took. And then all Joe Biden has to say, all all the media can get out of Joe Biden is, oh, I love my son. Joe Biden, he loves his son so much. Joe Biden loves his son so much that he sent his drug-addicted, sex-addicted, clearly severely degenerative son on the road to work for him as his mule, making Joe Biden millions of dollars, 10% for the big guy. And Hunter Biden even got so sick of it, we saw it in his own phone conversations, his own text messages. Hunter Biden saying, yeah, I'm sick of working for dad. I'm sick of working for pops. I'm sick of giving him the 10% to the big guy. And so, hey, as long as Hunter gets sober, everything will be fine. And all Joe Biden has to say is, I love my son, even though he sent his son that clearly had many issues that they all knew about. He sent his son on the road to work for him to make him millions of dollars. And then there's the oddity of why does Hunter Biden leave his laptop at a repair shop and never come back to get it with all that sensitive information? Was he that stupid? Was he that bombed out of his mind? Did he do it for other reasons? Why does Ashley Biden leave her diary at a house she's renting And then we discovered that she believes she became 
a sex addict because Joe Biden, her father, used to inappropriately shower with her when she was a child. And let's just say, we're not talking about innocent daddy-daughter time. They're having fun, you know, in a bubble bath when she's a toddler or something. We're talking about Ashley Biden as a girl, as a becoming a woman, Joe Biden getting in the shower, having some fun. How can all of this be happening and and we're just supposed to sit here, take it at face value and say this is just normal. We can just get over it. We can just move on. It's totally fine that this man is the president. It's totally fine that the entire Justice Department and government is aimed against Donald Trump and all of his supporters. But, But the things the Bidens are up to, that's totally fine. You don't need to worry about that. We're all good here. As long as Hunter Biden gets sober, don't worry about anything. No, I don't think it's that simple, actually. Now, what's curious is the charges against Hunter Biden are the tax evasion and the diversion on the gun charge, which means if he's sober for two years, they they basically drop the gun charge. And all he has to do is pay the taxes that he didn't pay in 2017 and 2018. Anybody else would be in jail. Anybody else would be a criminal. Nobody ever got a sweetheart deal like Hunter Biden. Nobody, nobody, all while he is arguing in court down his child care payments for the daughter he abandoned. And you're supposed to sit here and act like it's normal. And then you have the Durham hearing today, which is a whole nother thing, but it's all connected. But here's what's interesting. None of the Hunter Biden charges are really about what's being investigated, are they? Why is Hunter Biden getting millions of dollars in foreign monies? Why is he talking about 10% for the big guy? And why is Joe Biden also making nearly the exact same, if not the exact same amount of money as Hunter Biden in these international deals in the years 2017 and 2018? So... The whole tax evasion and gun charge against Hunter Biden is, it is obviously Democrat liberal privilege. It's funny, you'd think it'd be a white privilege issue because, you know, a black man, Kodak Black, same gun charge, goes to jail, not Hunter Biden. Is that uh, white privilege for Hunter Biden or is that Democrat liberal privilege? Why aren't the liberals calling it white privilege? Because they know it's political privilege. But what is not really being investigated here? Why is Hunter Biden getting tens of millions of dollars overseas? And why is 10% going to the big guy? That's the real investigation, not the small potatoes that we have on this Hunter Biden charge plea deal. I talk a lot about the great successes InfoWars has had. I don't think anybody can deny it. And it is because of listeners and viewers supporting us. But when we talk about the crew at InfoWars, people behind the scenes, the researchers, the writers... They really have been the MVPs in this fight. And when you look at Harrison Smith and Owen Schroyer and the hard work they engage in every day, five, six, seven days a week, it's really just incredible. So for myself and the whole InfoWars crew, I thank you for your past support. I only encourage you now to realize that InfoWars cannot stay on air if you do not support us. I know you spread the word. I know you pray for us. and That's wonderful. Keep doing it. But most viewers and listeners never go to InfoWarsStore.com. And you never buy great products that enrich and empower your life while at the same time keep us on air. I know that less than 1% of our listeners actually go buy products at InfoWarsStore.com. If just 1% more of you took action and went to InfoWarsStore.com, 
our funding problems will be over. Please take action now. Two of our best-selling nootropics, or brain boosters, are now back in stock at InfoWarsStore.com. And for a limited time, they're 50% off when you get them together or 40% off when you get them individually. Brain Force Plus and Brain Force Ultra. Two separate formulas. They both give you good, clean energy without the crash. One is a four to six hour good base of clean energy, again, with no hangover or letdown. And the other is a very special proprietary formula, that's Brain Force Ultra, that hits really, really quick. And I love it. It wears off in two to three hours. So if I've got to work at night but don't want to stay up all night, I can take it and say, nine o'clock at night, I've got to stay up till midnight working, doing a radio interview or something, and boom, or, or, or writing an article or writing a book, and then I get two, three hours of energy, and then you go right to bed after it. Brain Force Ultra, Brain Force Plus, both 50% off by themselves or 40% off individually. A lot of people love these products. They've got five-star reviews. But if you haven't tried them, you really should. 50% off, InfoWarsStore.com. The War Room. InfoWars.com forward slash show. Ted Cruz went on Fox News last night with Kaylee McEnany, Kaylee Milktoast McEnany, and he had this to say about the Hunter Biden plea deal. Merrick Garland is going to indict Hunter Biden because he wants to be able to say, look how even handed I am. I indicted a Biden. I indicted a Trump. And, and I said, there's going to be a tell for whether they actually care about enforcing the law. If they go after some ticky-tack tax offense or gun crime and they make it all personal and they isolate it just to Hunter Biden, then you know this is just about the Biden Department of Justice pretending to be even-handed. But the third thing it is, and the most troubling thing it is, is corruption. Because the purpose of this indictment is what you just played a minute ago. It's for the media to say, it's all over don't look into the big guy. And, and the reason this is on the news right now, the reason we're talking about this, it is not that Hunter Biden is some troubled soul with substance abuse issues. It is that he sold access to his father, who was vice president of the United States, who was president of the United States. And the evidence of corruption of Joe Biden personally making millions of dollars is growing and growing and growing in the Biden Justice Department is doing everything they can to cover up and stonewall and hide. That's absolutely right from Ted Cruz. I don't think this story ends here, though, folks. I got to tell you, as I was saying yesterday, I don't think this is the this is the absolution. I mean, A, I mean, can Hunter Biden even stay sober for two years? But that's that's you could make a wisecrack, but that's not even the situation. They knew about this. These are five-year-old charges, folks. Five-year-old charges, tax evasion and lying on a gun on a gun registration. These are five-year-old, I think more than five years old now. Why are they bringing up now? Yes, so they can say, see, we investigated the Bidens. There's nothing there. See, we're not impartial. We went after Trump and we went after the Bidens. See, it's all fair. As if anybody believes that, as if anybody thinks that that's actually the case. It's clearly not. And it's just amazing how the left lies. And and at this point, I'm completely convinced. It's the same thing with Dr. Hotez refusing to debate. They know they're lying, folks. They know they're lying. They know we know they're lying. They've accepted their role as the bad guys, as the liars. They don't care if the house burns down in the process. They hate you so much. 
that they lie to you just to anger you, just to throw you off kilter, just to make you mad. They want to destroy the country just to make your existence miserable. That's the entire reason why they're persistent. That's the entire reason why they exist now. They hate you so much, they want you to be miserable like them. So they just lie to you, lie to you, lie to you, gaslight you, laugh in your face, spit in your face and call it rain, urinate in your face and call it a shower. Like Cat Abu from Media Matters. She says, I don't know why they're still obsessing over Hunter Biden's laptop. It's just him smoking cigarettes. Just him smoking cigarettes. Well, you clearly have not seen Hunter Biden's laptop then, have you? So typical of a liberal to comment on something they know nothing about. Why are, why are conservatives upset over Hunter Biden's laptop? It's just him smoking cigarettes. Right, right. And crack. And uh, not to mention the hookers smoking him. Not to mention the little girls. Not to mention the feet fetish. Oh, it's just him smoking cigs, says Media Matters. What liars. What absolute scum. Now, I've, I'm having some shifts. My odds making, my odds makers in my head, the gremlin odds makers in my head are shifting today. And I, I think at this point, I would still say Trump is maybe my favorite to win, but he's sliding and it's about to be overtaken. The only reason why I can't take Trump off the odds to win is because I don't know who the Democrats are going to run against Trump. But at this point, I think it's clear they plan on removing Biden. Now, they might want to get Biden in again and then remove him. But it's a it's a tiny window of time that they have left where Biden is even presentable anymore. And I'm not just talking about politically with all the baggage he's comes, he comes with now that everybody knows about the Hunter Biden laptop and the 10% for the big guy. No, I'm talking about he, he physically can't do it much longer, folks. He's, he's physically falling off. So they may try to get him in again. I, I don't think, I think that they know a year and a half till election, a little less than that, that there's no way Biden's making it. They got to find a, a, a way to land him and and put another candidate into the air probably looking like Newsom but until they announce Newsom then then Trump is going to stay my favorite but I have a feeling the Democrats got something big planned folks and until the Republicans take the issues of 3 a.m votes in Philadelphia and Milwaukee and Detroit and Atlanta and Phoenix until they take that seriously, there is no path to victory. Even though I'm telling you Trump is the favorite, I, I just that's just because they haven't presented their real candidate yet, I don't think. But now even the media is going after Biden. New York Times, for Biden, the troubles of his son are personal and politically painful. Wall Street Journal, Hunter Biden's guilty plea adds to President Biden's re-election headaches. Now imagine... You've known all this information. I've known all this information. All of this has been public since before the 2020 presidential election. But now the media is telling you, oh, Biden, oh, he's got troubles. He's got baggage. It's all real. Everything they told you was fake in 2020. They're now admitting is real and is going to cost Biden the election. Amazing. 
Absolutely amazing, isn't it? The Biden world once rolled their eyes at Gavin Newsom. Now they love the guy, Politico. So again, in this odd period of time, Trump is still the favorite, even though whatever Democrat candidate they put forward that's not Biden will probably end up winning. And at this point, I see it like this. Trump gets the nominee. I don't see how they stop that from happening, though they'll try. For the Republican side, Trump gets the nominee. On the Democrat side, RFK is surging in the polls, but they'll steal it from him with the superdelegates. And so unless he comes up with a strategy to not have his nomination stolen or to maybe decide not to run as a Democrat, he's not going to get it. And it doesn't even matter what the poll numbers are saying. It doesn't even matter what his campaign is doing. Whenever they do the switcheroo, Biden Newsom, then that's going to be the thrust of their political strategy is getting Newsom elected. And he will be the favorite when that happens, simply because the Republicans don't have the numbers in the Electoral College, since we know in Philadelphia, Atlanta, Phoenix, Detroit, Milwaukee, you're sick of saying it, but it's still the issue. We know that they'll bring in hundreds of thousands of votes to put the Democrat over the top, just like they did the last two elections. So that's where that issue is at. Now, ladies and gentlemen, before I'm joined by Viva Fry coming up in the next segment to talk about the Hunter Biden sweetheart deal and other legal stories, InfoWarsStore.com is how everything we do here is possible. Took my Brain Force Plus right before going on air. So I know I'm going to have total mental focus and clarity as I host today's show. Brain Force Plus, Brain Force Ultra Combo Pack. 50% off at InfoWarsStore.com. Find out what all the rave reviews are about. Get 50% off BrainForce Plus and BrainForce Ultra Combo Pack right now at InfoWarsStore.com. But before we go to break, please remember, we're listener-supported. We're not subscriber-based. We're supported by you buying products at InfoWarsStore.com, and they're excellent. We're selling out of X3. It's our best seller. We have to end the sale because at current sales rates in two weeks, it'll be gone. Try iodine, incredible for your immune system, your electrochemical activity, every cell in the body, it's essential. Without it, without iodine, you die. That's why they're targeting iodine, taking it out of the diet. You need it. They put the bad halogens in to block the iodine and the chlorine, the fluoride, and the bromine. You need this product. It takes about two weeks to kick in on average. Take a few drops a day. Infowarsstore.com or 888-253-3139. And it's 25% off. It is your last chance. Discover the power of activated iodine. Try iodine, true, nascent, on iodine takes your system just to the next level. Infowarsstore.com or 888-253-3139. Infowars.com forward slash show. Locked in a battle for the soul of humanity. It's the War Room with Owen Schroyer. Watch the live stream at band.video. We're now joined by attorney Viva Fry, also host of Viva Fry on YouTube, vivabarneslaw.locals.com. At the Viva Fry on Twitter is where you can find him. And I wanted to get his take today on the Hunter Biden sweetheart deal. 
what he thinks it means, what he thinks it doesn't mean. Is this the conclusion? Is this the absolution? Is more to follow? Viva Fry joins me now. Uh, I mean, we've got all kinds of different angles to this Hunter Biden plea deal. Uh, what do you think the real story here is? Do you think this is the beginning, the end, or is something else going on? I'll preface what I say here the way I always preface it. I'm a Canadian attorney, uh, former Montreal litigator. I've never done criminal. I studied it, but I certainly have never done criminal in the States. That doesn't mean I'm not able to piece things together and make sense of it to myself in a way that would allow others to make sense of it to themselves as well. I've been picking the brains of people who are smarter than me, who practice American criminal law, criminal tax law. One of those bigger brains is Robert Barnes. Uh, you know, I've been reading what Jenna Ellis has to say about this practicing attorney what Mike Cernovich had to say about this. And I've been listening to what, you know, um, Cenk Uyghur on the Young Turks has to say about it. I'm not a criminal attorney in the States and I have no experience with it, but I can make sense where things, uh, you know, don't make sense. What do I think of this? It doesn't make sense. This is, you've got um, a, a plea deal, apparently, from a five-year investigation involving, from what I understand are relatively serious tax fraud charges, like these 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 tax evasion. It's not just a question of paying late, uh, an improper filing. It's a question of having lied about income, concealed the income, made it difficult for IRS to determine the origins of the income. And that's just the tax stuff. Set aside the, the, the gun charge, which is, from what I understand, a felony uh, gun charge as well, or a felony firearm issue of having lied on an application to obtain a firearm. Investigation has been lasting five years, Owen. So everyone has to appreciate what that means. This investigation presumably included that infamous laptop, which was uh, written off by the intelligence community as bearing the earmarks of Russian disinformation at a time when they had had this laptop in their possession for at least a year, but had probably been relying on it for the purposes of this investigation when they knew it was entirely accurate, but telling the American people, you know, it might be Russian disinformation. After five years of investigation, they come out with this pretrial diversion agreement um, so that basically not only will, will, will Hunter serve no jail time, and I'm, I'm not a, a fan of just throwing people in jail, unlike many others, uh, it'll basically have no criminal record. So this will end up the way Jussie Smollett's pretrial diversion uh, ended up. No jail time, no, from what I understand, criminal record. It's, you know, he'll, he'll satisfy some terms and it'll disappear as though it never existed. But then what happens with the broader investigation into broader tax issues, potential bribery, the 10% for the big guy. I have a very, very bad feeling this will be less than a slap on the wrist. It'll be a tickle on the back. And then they're going to close this investigation and say, we did our job. Look what we got. It's about as sweetheart as a deal as you could get. I mean, aside from just dropping the charges altogether, this is about as sweetheart as a deal as you can get. Even in diversion cases, they usually won't just wipe your slate clean. Uh, even if they they might lesser the charge. But we're talking about just, oh, clean slate for Hunter Biden, of course. Now, I don't know if you saw this, but Hunter Biden's lawyer said on an MSNBC interview that he never got asked about Hunter's laptop, and it never came up in his, in his defense of Hunter Biden. Never came up. Well, I, I would be I would take everything that Hunter Biden's attorneys say with a grain of salt. They're certainly not going to say things that would be even more incriminating. Uh, whether or not it's plausible, uh, I you know I, I would not accuse a lawyer of lying without being you know prompted to lie. So they offer information, take it with a grain of salt. It doesn't change anything. The fact of the matter is, this investigation has been going on for five years. It involves 
I say this not as a judgmental thing, but just as a matter of fact. It involves the drug addicted, heavily so, like like crippling drug addicted uh, son of the now president of the United States getting a million and a half dollars in taxable income a year that was not declared. I mean, these in and of themselves are questions to be answered. Um, but that above and beyond that, we know about the 10% for the big guy, both from the laptop and from the whistleblowers. And that might explain how a horribly drug addicted, um, you know, and otherwise not fully functional kid who's 50 some odd years old, somehow manages to stumble his way into a million and a half dollars of taxable income a year that he's not disclosing. But the firearm charge, I mean, th this is from the side of the political aisle of the people who are clamoring for more gun control laws because the existing laws are not working at preventing gun violence. This guy lies about uh, taking illegal uh, drugs while applying for a firearm. This would land any normal person in jail for a long time. The tax charges, from what I understand, also would result in hefty jail time or at least the, the you know the, the pursuit of hefty jail time but the gun charge and we know that he lied about uh, lied about drug at taking drugs on his firearm application which is a felony procures the firearm which i presume is therefore unlawful procuring of a firearm we've got video of uh, or we've got the world has now seen the video of him not brandishing the firearm but possessing it pointing it at the camera and that, it's just all going to disappear and all going to disappear with a, with a nice little bow tie sealing off all the other issues. I mean, it's beyond sweetheart. It's corruption. And people say, you know, it's not um, it's not uh, hypocrisy. It's hierarchy. It's beyond hierarchy. It's lawlessness. Now you have the vigorous prosecution of the leading political candidate on bogus charges, both at the state level and highly politicized charges at the federal level. And you have this utter forgiveness and Hear no evil, see no evil, speak no evil as relates to Hunter Biden and the implications it might have on the recent news of Joe Biden apparently potentially taking bribes um, in exchange for, you know, political stuff. We'll see where it goes. I think there's something else going on. Now, obviously, the Bidens, the Democrats, the mainstream media will love to see this just be an open and shut case. I just don't see how that I mean. I know the country is corrupt, but this is about as obvious of a weaponized justice system as you can see with the protection of Hunter Biden here. So I'm thinking that either, I guess maybe it's a hopeful thought, the odds are probably low, that maybe he's cooperating in another investigation, and that's how he's able to get this sweetheart deal. I don't know. It's an interesting thing, cooperating in another investigation, but many people with bigger brains and more experience than me hypothesize that you don't enter into this type of plea deal without also ensuring that you get immunity uh, in other respects. Are they going to take Hunter and use Hunter to turn against Joe when when the administrative state slash deep state says we've had enough of Joe and we don't need him anymore? Maybe. Um, I, you know, seeing the way the media is spinning it now, I have a bad feeling this is going to come to a swift end. We've done our homework. He's learned his lesson. He'll file his taxes better and declare his income tax better and he'll get help. And he won't, you know, lie when he's trying to procure firearms or feloniously dispose of that firearm by tossing it in a dumpster behind a school. I, I, uh, I would like to believe there's some, uh, you know, legitimate application of, of universal law here. All signs point to the contrary, uh, but we'll see. You know, whether or not this is a, a means to go after Joe. I, I, there's other ways to go after Joe if, if the administrative state decides they no longer want him. They can apply the same uh, criminal standards for classified documents to the stuff that he had in his in his garage, which I think they might do. 
Which is but actually it's like, actually different it, standards because Biden wasn't the president when he took him. Trump was. Trump could take him. Biden could no, not. Ab- ab- absolutely. I mean, and there's also a bit of a difference that you know, everyone complains about how unsafe Mar-a-Lago was still exponentially safer and was, as far as I understand, used during his presidency. So just totally different standards. But this, as far as Hunter goes, looks like it might be the end of Hunter's problems for that of which we know already. But at the end of the day, uh, you know, I'm, I'm not a jail hungry, uh, you know, go after everybody to the full extent of the law to begin with. But there are deeper things here than a, a kid with a drug addiction. There is a, a, a history of familial corruption that we now know goes back a long ways. The only question is, is this the cover up or is this the crack in the dam? Well, and I would even argue, I don't think that this starts and ends, like you said, with, with these, these stories about Hunter Biden, it goes deeper. But I would argue, yeah, you know what? I don't, I don't want anybody paying taxes. Hunter doesn't want to screw him. Screw taxation. Taxation is theft. We have a Second Amendment. Hunter Biden, even if he's a drug addict, shouldn't have to register to get a gun. He should be able to purchase one no matter what. We'll address that on the other side of the break with Viva Fry. Don't go anywhere. A lot of people have asked me, why is InfoWars Store and InfoWars Life not at a probiotic for more than three years? And the answer is simple. We only bring you the highest quality to lowest prices. We had a top maker, top certified of probiotics for more than seven years. They got bought by a libtard company and said, we're not doing business with you, Mr. Jones, anymore. Finally, we got a probiotic just as good or better with a top lab that loves our show. We're able to private label it under InfoWars MD as our probiotic formula. So you can get a super high quality probiotic for amazing gut health and more at InfoWarsStore.com for 25% off right now. Now, wherever you get your probiotics is something everybody should be doing. But I'm asking you to try our probiotic because I think you're going to have an amazing effect and it funds our entire operation. So get your InfoWars MD probiotic today at InfoWarsStore.com. It's a high quality formula and it keeps us on the air. Take action now at InfoWarsStore.com. We have three original, one-of-a-kind toothpaste designed by my father, a dentist, at InfoWarsStore.com that don't have fillers, that are filled with high-quality essential oils and more. We have the turmeric toothpaste, we have the ultimate tooth whitening with calcium toothpaste, and we have the amazing activated charcoal toothpaste, again, with a whole bunch of key essential oils that are so good, not just for your teeth and your gums, but your whole mouth, your throat, and more. These are really game-changing toothpaste. They're very, very strong. Most over-the-counter toothpaste have fluoride. Ours don't. And it doesn't have fillers in it. It is just chock full of incredible things that God gave us through Mother Nature. So, it's now back in stock. It became a bestseller. The turmeric toothpaste is available again at InfoWarsStore.com. We're selling out of the tooth whitening toothpaste. We've got some of that left. And we also have some of the amazing activated charcoal toothpaste in stock, but it's running out as well. So all three toothpaste in stock for a limited time, InfoWarsStore.com. The War Room. InfoWars.com forward slash show. Stephen Fry is our guest here on the InfoWars War Room, brought to you by InfoWarsStore.com. Follow him on Twitter at TheDivaFry, F-R-E-I, by the way, because that, that one always confuses me. Uh, probably confuses Hunter Biden a lot more, though. And this is why we do have these gun registration forms, because uh, drug addicts like Hunter Biden uh, could potentially be dangerous with a firearm. Uh, They brandish them. They abandon them in dumpsters behind schools. It's kind of a problem. 
I don't know if I would say I'm a Second Amendment absolutist, but uh, I, I would defend Hunter Biden's Second Amendment right, just like I would anybody else's. And I would even defend Hunter Biden's righteous fight to not pay taxes, if that's what this actually was, which we, which it's not. But uh, if that's what it was, I would defend him. But either way, here's what's funny. So Hunter's still going to have to pay off the taxes that he owes. That's that's part of the plea is he's going to he's going to have to pay off these millions that he owes. And so the question obviously becomes, well, geez, what skills does Hunter Biden possess to make millions of dollars? What skills, what abilities, how can Hunter Biden possibly make this money? And then magically, he's a painter, Viva. Magically, he's a he's a world-renowned, world-skilled painter. He's selling his paintings for higher than Picasso's and not even the originals, the screen printings. He's selling them for hundreds of thousands of dollars. That's not suspicious at all. Gee, how am I going to pay the back taxes that I owe? Oh, I'm a painter now. People are buying my paintings for hundreds of thousands of dollars, and we don't get to know who the buyers are, do we? No, we don't. Nothing suspicious about that, though, right? It's institutionalized corruption, Owen. I mean, the whole joke, he's selling his stuff for a half a million apiece, and even if it were that good, that we don't get to know who the buyers are. They remain anonymous. I mean, I hope he's going to have to declare income on the income from those sales so he'll have more taxes to pay to the, the loving government. But it's it's it's... It's uh, degrade. It's not degrading. Demoralizingly corrupt. That it's yeah. in your face. There's nothing you can do about it. They don't apply the same standard to you, like Robert Barnes uh, on during our weekly streams. We're, we're talking about it. It's like Barnes has done criminal tax law. People go to jail for less than this. And in, instead of going to jail because he happens to be the the the, the president's the current president's son. You know, they, they don't even want him talking about it. They don't want to investigate it. Go, investigate as little as you can to get the most beautiful deal that no one in their right mind would ever give to anybody else and make it go away. Uh, but yeah, demoralizing is the only way to describe it. But that almost might be the the end result of this. He's going to have to pay it back. He'll sell more of his wonderful art to undisclosed sellers. It's incestuous corruption through and through. The only really question is what can people do about it? hopefully vote them out of office, but people don't really believe in the voting system anymore. So, And and this is, you know, the ultimate the ultimate problem that we're having right now, isn't it? Is can we vote ourselves out of this? We're beginning to wonder. And if the answer is no, uh, yikes, right? And oh, but they, they vote yourself out of it while they persecute the leading candidate for the opposing political party. Yeah, you can even vote for who you want that are, On grounds that are laughable at the state level, you know, some might say less laughable at the federal level, but laughable in that they're going after Trump vigorously to the fullest extent of the law while doing the exact opposite with, with, with Biden's son um, for crimes, and I'll put them in quotes, that they could just as easily go after every prior president, as far as I know, ever, but at least for the last 20 to 30 years. Or apparently the last two vice presidents that we know of, <laughs> at least. And again, it's the same thing where I understand, I don't know if you saw Trump's recent interview with Brett Baer, they, they dropped the second part last night. And, and I get it. Brett Baer wants to do a good interview, and he did. But it's like, Brett, you know what's going on here. It's like, you know this is political cor- corruption. You know Trump is the victim of political persecution. You're on Trump's team, whether you like him or not. Like, you're on the same boat. You're on, It's like, why do you sit here and act like, oh, I'm just going to do this good interview with Trump and not even realize that, hey, these people that are trying to destroy Trump are trying to destroy my country. Ha ha. Well, you know, forget the defending the allies part. It's just like you cannot conduct interviews anymore when you're afraid of the answers. And now Fox News coming off the heels of that $800 million settlement, 
they might be like once bitten, twice shy. They don't want to get into any more trouble. So instead of conducting an interview openly and honestly, they're worrying about the censors. Uh, and I mean the monetary censors. They're worrying about sponsors and they're worrying about further lawsuits. So Brett Baer, instead of conducting an interview, which is ask the hard questions, but let the, the, the interviewee answer, he's, he's, he's conducting a defensive sort of limited in scope directional interview where you know he, he can try to make Trump look stupid for what he's saying, but he can't actually look like he's seriously entertaining Trump's claims about election interference. Uh, and so they have to, you know, they have to go out and preemptively say that I, I disagree with everything Trump is doing and they don't let him speak as an interview. I, I didn't see the entire interview. I saw the first part, uh, but it's it's obvious. I mean, I, I think everybody understands it. Uh, the only question also as it relates to Fox is whether or not they're part of the problem versus part of the solution. And I think people mm -hmm. rightly believe now Fox has entered the realm of part of the problem where they're seeking to discredit Trump. They're seeking to not let him speak uh, the truth. And I'm not saying his truth, the truth, uh, out of fear of the reprisals that they now know all too well. And, and plus, actually, just to add this, you know, Fox News, in light of that settlement, uh, now people get to write them off as having uh, lied about election interference, which is an absolute wrong narrative for anybody who was following that story. Fox News did not you know, have to pay that settlement for lying about the election, election interference. They agreed to that settlement for defamatory statements about Dominion because they got suckered into what ultimately turned out to be the red herring of the actual election fortification, if we'll go with the Time Magazine article. Yeah, they were wrong about Dominion in terms of some of the things they said, in terms of some of the people they entertained on the show, and they should have known better. And had they been listening to me and Barnes, they would have known better. But they did not lie about the election interference. And now the rest of the media and the rest of the politicians get to say they paid for denying the legitimacy of the election when they actually paid for lying about Dominion while ignoring the actual problematic election interference or as time magazine called it election fortification or maybe fox news saw the trillion dollar judgment they were trying to get against alex jones and they said you know what we'll just pay the 800 million and uh, try to get this behind us uh, that, that 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 to me doesn't make any sense because they agreed to half of the worst case scenario had they gone to trial and lost and still retained all of their appeals uh their rights on appeal the settlement makes no sense to me other than Money laundering? I don't. In some way. Oh yeah, the same people that sued Fox that. News own Fox News, essentially. <laughs> That's one of the thoughts I had, but I, I mean, before I make any concrete uh, determinations, I'll I'll leave it hypothetical for the time being until I. I th That's one of my thoughts. The other thought is, um, I, I I I can't. The other thought it was a it was a pretext to get rid of Tucker Carlson, uh, and from the rumors that Dominion insisted that Tucker be uh, silenced and put off the show. It might just be, uh, you know, an all out attack on populism uh, in which Fox News is taking part, which makes them definitely part of the problem, not part of the solution. Well, and not just rumors, but I mean, I mean, I guess you could say rumors, but those are insiders that are saying that from uh, from inside perspectives on that front. And I would say at this point, Fox News is probably part of the problem. And, and there's good people over there. And it's obviously the best thing you're going to find as far as cable news probably is concerned from a major network. But today I'm watching the Durham hearing. And of course, no one else is covering the Durham hearing today except Fox News. And not to their credit, they played it like all morning. And then they cut away to cover the, the submersible looking for the Titanic. It's like, hey, that's sad. OK, I get it. It's a human interest story. But that, that, that doesn't affect me. I, I'm sorry. I'm sorry for them. It's a miserable thing. It's, I get it. But it's like, that doesn't affect me. Why are you cutting away from it? And it, it happened so many times recently now where I used to always just at least have Fox News to, to watch the news. And now I just turn it off a lot. But, you know, you said something. Oh. If you want to respond to that, I'll ask you the next question in the next segment. No, no. Go, go, go for it. Well, you said something that kind of 
I I can't I, I didn't realize it, but you said it because I went through something last night where watching all of the double standards. I, I'm because I want to be I don't want to be demoralized. I don't want to be hopeless. I want to provide the listening audience hope. I want them to still love life. I still love life. Like I still want to enjoy life, love the country and everything. So I don't want to be the hopelessness. But really, I, I was extremely demoralized last night. I mean, I I, I really was, and I don't know what it was about the 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 double standard of justice and the Hunter Biden deal versus the Trump treatment that was just like, holy smokes, like this is, this is scary. I mean, how do people not realize how dangerous this is? They don't realize how dangerous it is until it shows up on their front door. And they think so long as these w- tactics are used against my ideological adversaries, I'd rather be on the winning team uh, than stand up for principles. And, and you know, like it, it's the way I've noticed everybody goes from the, the left, and I put it in quotes to the right, or I say they go from blue pill to red pill. It's only once they see how easily these these very same tactics are turned on them. The second that side sees them no longer as an ally, but as an enemy. And then they say, holy crap, I can't adopt these tactics. I can't justify these tactics, even if they're used against my enemies, because at the snap of the fingers, they can be used against me. Jimmy Dore, Russell Brand, all these other big names who come out and criticize their allies. And then they become persona non grata. The biggest thing here is that people have to You know, uh, you can't help but get demoralized, but you have to help uh, becoming the demon that you're trying to fight. Because like I've been saying for a while, if you become the monster that you're trying to win and and you win, you haven't defeated the monster. You just substituted the monster. And so people have to, in as much as they're demoralized, they have to avoid the more sinister temptations of of turning to illicit means of protest, uh, violent means of protest. And they have to stick to a principled plan, uh, which is expose it. And at some point in time, the tide will shift when enough people who think that they are allied with the people. All right, short break. We'll be right back. Become victims. But before we go to break, please remember, we're listener supported. We're not subscriber based. We're supported by you buying products at InfoWarsStore.com, and they're excellent. We're selling out of X3. It's our best seller. We have to end the sale because at current sales rates in two weeks, it'll be gone. Try iodine. Incredible for your immune system, your electrochemical activity, every cell in the body. It's essential. Without it, without iodine, you die. That's why they're targeting iodine taking it out of the diet. You need it. They put the bad halogens in, the blocked iodine, and the chlorine, the fluoride, and the bromine. You need this product. It takes about two weeks to kick in on average. Take a few drops a day. Infowarsstore.com or 888-253-3139. And it's 25% off. It is your last chance. Discover the power of activated iodine. Try iodine. True nascent. On iodine takes your system just to the next level. Infowarsstore.com or 888 888- Two five three three one three nine. The fight for the future is now. This is The War Room with Owen Schroyer. Watch the live stream at band.video. You know, here's what the realization is, and maybe I understand this better than most because it has arrived at my front door in many other ways and the front door of my friends and family. I guess I would summarize it like this. When you realize that there is a group of lawless criminals that run our government and can weaponize it against you, and you have a very slim chance at at a fair system of justice in your defense, and you realize it's not even about me or the individual, it's about this could happen to anybody. It's, It's having that land on your doorstep and realizing how real that is, again, with the latest double standard between if your name is Trump or Biden, I think the whole country understands it, but I guess until they it lands on their doorstep, they don't. So, I mean, 
how do we get the American people to realize how dangerous this is? I mean, forget about the left that's fully bought into it. The average American that may, you know, may, may have an idea, but still not in a, in a full understanding mode, I would even argue like a Brett Bear, who I'm sure lives a very nice life. So he lives a nice, comfortable life, and so he doesn't have to worry about the stuff he thinks. But it's like, how do we get them to understand, no, you'll be Trump next? People, I don't know how you get them to. I think it's democratization of information, uh, and I think that's exactly why they go after the independent voices as strongly as they do and why the government from Canada to the U.S. is going after the Internet as strong as they do. Everybody thought, you know, when they deplatformed Alex Jones, they're like, okay, it's a one-off. He's a very, very bad man. Uh, I'll, I'll tolerate it. Then they deplatform the president of the United States while he's still sitting as president of the United States, and they say, well, he was very bad. We have to let it happen. The people just need to uh, be sensitized to this information and become aware of it. And those that can take the risk or that can stand the heat or the pressures or you know or or the the libel and the slander and and the the harassment on the internet will lead the charge, but you need to let you know the people know what's going on so that even if they can't take the same risks or take the same stands, they can at least you know tacitly or quietly support. But it's a question of, of making people know and making people understand. When they do, then they say, holy cows, it's getting bad. And then I don't, I'm, I'm trying to remain optimistic, Owen, but it's, it's, it's very difficult because you have a lot of people who just cannot take the risks. You have a lot of people who are just too busy with their daily lives and they say, I'll lay low and keep my head down and it won't bother me. And gas can, we can start foreign wars and continue all down this path and de-platform other people. They'll never come after me. And then by the time they do, you know, you end up being like the Riley Gaines of the world where you don't speak out about the trans athlete issue until they, you know, until they de-platform you or put you off the podium. And then you realize nobody's coming to defend you. People have to realize that if they let this go on for long enough, it's not just that no one's going to come to defend them. No one will be able to come to defend them. And so the, you, you got your, your, your outspoken critics, your outspoken people now. You got to support them in as much as possible so they can maintain having that independent voice. And I mean, I wouldn't even justify it, but it'd be one thing if it's like, okay, you're in a really prosperous country. You you go along to get along, but hey, we're all doing well. You know, maybe there's some corruption, but hey, look, we're all doing well. We got a booming economy. And so maybe there's some maybe there's some complacency. Our economy is tanking. I mean, the country is going oh, going to hell in a handbasket here. It's not like everybody's doing great and well, and we can just ignore this corruption. It's affecting all of us. Well, no, and the worst part about that is that there is an element of everybody is somewhat miserable. Everybody understands that some things are going to hell in a handbasket. And the only way they can distract from that, and the media knows it and the politicians know it, is pick your boogeyman so that you can distract from your own miseries with this proverbial real or exaggerated boogeyman, which is worse than your own miseries. And so you can hate that boogeyman more than you hate your own misery so you can distract from your own misery. That's the exact purpose yep. Trump has been serving for a long time. I, 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 I do know from private discussions, I think people are getting sensitized to this. From private discussions, people are getting pissed off with all of the 2SLGBTQIA plus stuff, oh, yeah. the trans movements, the men in sports. They're quietly, they're getting pissed off. And that will, you know, it will become popular once again to stand up for basic rights and basic principles. Uh, but it's, it is like, like now I appreciate it's a war for your minds and they're waging it on all fronts from the media to the experts to the politicians. And it's why they want to silence the big independent voices and the free information platforms like the Internet and like specific platforms in particular. And where can they find your work? Uh, on Twitter, the Viva Fry, on Rumble, Viva Fry, on Locals, vivabarnslaw.locals.com. And if you put Viva Fry in the Google DuckDuckGo search engine, you'll find me. 
Thanks for joining us. Great stuff today. next guest because I swear just moments ago I saw his shiny bald head nice and polished up in the Durham hearing and and now he's on the show with me also driving a car and so I don't know what's going to happen next maybe he'll inspector gadget or something and but I don't know Ivan Raiklin joins us now and so I saw I was monitoring the Durham hearing today. I saw Ivan in the background. He was there all all morning monitoring this. And I said, all right, I got to get Ivan's firsthand experience, firsthand take from being in the room. So Ivan Raikland joins me now. Uh, By the way, big kudos to you uh, meeting Rochelle Walensky and uh, letting her know how you feel, uh, giving her the what for and the how to. Uh, Big, big tip of the hat to you there. Uh, But you're back down there in D.C. You're watching the hearing today on the Durham, uh, the Durham questioning. Uh, just give give the audience your response. Give the audience your perspective. What it felt like in the room, reading the room. What, I just what was that like being in that room today? No, it was, I mean I was actually packed the, today. Most of the time, these hearings, not too many people show up today. It was actually a packed room. And I'll say this: the highlights. If you want to save the six hours, the highlights of today would probably be number one in this order: Matt Gates interaction basically calling out John Durham for what I've been calling him out as, which is a limited hangout. He was there in order to cover up the misdeeds of the DOJ and the FBI in a manner so that it would draw it out to where they couldn't be prosecuted because of statute of limitations, etc., etc., but give a little bit of a tease, which if you've been looking at this in detail, the, the dynamics of the DOJ and the FBI, all of this has already been publicly out there. He just happened to write a book report. Uh, whatever it was, three, four hundred pages on what has already been out there. And he it, it's his failure to look into individuals uh, that is very telling. Didn't look into Mike Pence, didn't look into Catherine Seaman, who was the wife of Mike Pence's chief of staff, formerly Joshua Pitcock. For those that don't remember, Catherine Seaman worked at the FBI. Uh, supposedly she was in on the whole Rod Rosenstein attempted uh recording and miking up certain individuals in the in the White House so that they could try to get a 25th Amendment action going against Trump. In addition to that, I mean, Andrew McCabe, Andrew Weissman, Lisa Page, Peter Strzok, Joe Pienka III, Elvis Chan, Brian Auten. I mean, I've done more investigations into this than John Durham and his entire team has done. And I wish I had the $6 million that he had in order to put up this little bogus 400-page uh, toilet paper of a report. Well, and let's just and be Matt, clear. Matt Gates is the one that called it out. Yeah, and let's just be clear before you go on to the other highlights, because you were you were proven in real time today when when questions were brought to Durham, and he had no idea. I mean, Adam Schiff snuck about thirty fastballs past Durham, and and he was just like, it just whizzed right by him. He's like, whoa, like what? He's like, he didn't even no, know yeah, what was going on. It's embarrassing. I mean. Yeah, did he do a little bit better than Robert Mueller? Well, Robert Mueller has full-onset dementia, right? Uh, similar to, not as bad as uh, Fetterman, right? 
uh, who's absolutely brain dead walking around. Not as bad as Diane Feinstein or Mitch McConnell, uh, right? But but nonetheless, uh, he 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 basically didn't do an investigation. All he did was a summary report and acted like he was moving around. It was basically paying him to shuffle around papers and say, "Hey, look, I just rearranged some papers and some documents, and I got a report." That's it. Yeah, I mean, I would make the analogy. It's like if you're uh, like recruiting, let's say you're recruiting a baseball player and you're watching him hit batting practice and he's just smoking home runs out of the yard and you're like, oh, wow, this guy's pretty good. And then you go up and you talk to him and you say, hey, uh, can you show me, uh, can you lay down a bunt for me? And he's like, a bunt? What's a bunt? I don't know. I don't understand what a bunt is. You're like, what do you mean you don't know what a bunt is? You're a ball player. It was like, all right, well, can you do, uh, can you help us, uh, show us how you would execute a hit and run? And he's like, a hit and run? What's a hit and run? I've never heard of a hit and run. And you're like, okay, this guy doesn't even know how to play baseball. Like, he stands in the batter's box, and he takes some hacks, and he hits some balls, but he doesn't even know how to play the game. He doesn't even know the field he's on. He's like, hey, could you – or even – he's like, hey, could you run to first base? Oh, where's first base? I'll tell you how to run to first base, uh, John Durham, and here's how you do it. The very first thing that you should have looked into is, hey, guess what? Under According to the testimony of – Supervisory Special Agent Number One, that John, uh, what's his name, uh, uh, Chairman Jordan mentioned. By the way, SSA One, his name is Joseph Pientka the Third, and he's sitting as the number three officer at the San Francisco Field Office right now, as the head of counterintelligence at San Francisco Field Office. We might get to a little bit of details on him, but anyway, how about you ask him on who uh, destroyed and then did a reconstructed version of the original Woods file? that was used to defraud the FISA court to get the original FISA warrant on Carter Page. How about we start with that? Who did it and why did they do it? And then when you find that answer out, you will be able to see who headed up the entire operation known as Crossfire Hurricane. And the people that you're going to probably be naming as part of that answer are going to be Brian Otten, Joe Pienka III, Peter Strzok, Lisa Page, Andrew McCabe, Catherine Seaman, uh, let's see who else. What did I miss? James Comey, Rod Rosenstein, just to name a few. Andrew Weissman. Oh, and by the way, they didn't even do that. By the way, John Durham said in his testimony today that Comey, McCabe, and Stroke would not agree to be interviewed by his prosecutors. So, so they were not. They did not cooperate with this process, even though they all claimed they did. And and you just said it. It's the why here. Because the why that they used was, oh, Russia, Rush, Trump-Russia collusion, right? That was their big why. Well, that was disproven. Oh, I counted, I would count on my hands. I don't know if it, it was caught by C-SPAN or anybody else, but every time Adam Bolshev came to speak, and they teed him up a lot of times, the Democrats would yield to him because he's running for Senate, so they want to give him as much airtime as possible. And he's about to be censured tonight, like, so he, he might not be there much Russia, longer. Russia, 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 Russia. No, he's not being expelled. He's only being censured. You know what a censure is? It's this. Adam Schiff, shame on you. Continue to But can't the they kick him off its committees? Can't they kick him off the committees? Yeah. If Kevin you think Kevin McCarthy is going to do that? Ugh. Even if the you the, think the, the censure Taylor Green is going to allow him to do that? The censure vote's going to happen any moment now. It's going to pass. You think Kevin McCarthy will still not kick him off these committees? I'd be surprised, but, I mean, they kicked Eric Swallowell and Adam Bullshift off of the House Permanent Select Committee on Intel. So maybe the next logical step for uh, Kevin McCarthy is to go ahead and remove him off committees. 
He needs to put him on, like, assign him to a new committee called Underwater Basket Weaving Oversight. Or uh, Titanic uh, Titanic Tours or something. Uh, we're being facetious, yeah. of course. But, but see, but this is what's so frustrating is the whole... It's like, oh, wow, why were they spying on Trump? Why did they engage in all these campaigns? Because they claimed there was Trump-Russia collusion. John Durham proved that the whole thing was fake. So, so we, so Ivan, they're not asking or answering the why. Why did you illegally spy on Trump? Why did you illegally spy on his campaign? Why did you lie to the FISA courts? Nobody's asking and getting those answers. And we all know the why. That's why they won't ask. Exactly. And the why is in order to create the necessary leverage so that they could initially try to get something on Trump to stop him from becoming president. And when he still won, then they created the necessary leverage to try to identify something in dirt on him by both parties so that they can keep him in a box and have leverage over him so that he would promote policies that were in the interests of the uniparty. And in some regards, they were successful. Uh, well, they definitely scared him out of uh, trying to have a good relation with Putin, which would have stopped the war in Ukraine. Uh, we know that the deep state is not interested in that. So let me let me give another highlight. So I, I got to give a shout out to again. I don't know if you have time to actually include the clip of Matt Gates, his interactions with uh, uh, John Durham. We, we do have the but clips. That- well, I'll tell you what, Ivan, we're 30 seconds from this break. So hold that thought, okay. and let me just tell you, we, we that and Troy Nels. I want to give it a, a shout out to Troy Nels because he did a fantastic job. We do him. have those clips. If if we want to go to them with you or not, we we can, but we may just go to them later. But we do have those clips. We'll play them. Ivan Raiklin is my guest, but but let let's get more into the highlights on the other side and the 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 biggest fastball that Durham just went right down the plate. He just had no idea. He was so confused. He didn't know what just happened. Just went went right by him. He said, "What." In the short time we have, I can't get into all the incredible ingredients and super female vitality. Go to InfoWarsStore.com, read about the ingredients, look them up for yourself, and then understand this is cold-pressed herbs, so it has a more powerful effect to the body. Get yours today at InfoWarsStore.com for 50% off. Super Mel Vitality is selling out. It's an incredible formula for stamina, energy, libido. Only a few hundred bottles left. But the good news is we have several thousand bottles left of Super Female Vitality. That's the same formula. It boosts men. It boosts women. It works great. But women like pink labels. Men like different color labels. So it works for men as well. It's the same formula. It's an incredible formula. And it funds our operation. And here's another important part of the overall information it's 50 percent off for a limited time so get your super female vitality for men and women at infowarstore.com right now for 50 percent off and it funds the infowar super female vitality 50 percent off for a limited time at infowarstore.com they decided to not perp walking not put him in handcuffs not do a mugshot because they knew that that would help trump didn't they know this would backfire we were waiting for the mugshot. We learned today they wouldn't have it, so we've made our own. And it says political prisoner with an image of President Trump. The shirt is being printed now in Texas. It'll be shipping out to you in one week. Political prisoner with Trump on the front there in a mugshot jail background. It's a fundraiser shirt. It says Infowars.com on the back of the shirt. We also have Alex Jones for president. No, I'm not running for president. It's a really nice navy blue, high quality shirt, red, white, and blue. Alex Jones for president. 2024, it's a fun conversational piece and a limited edition shirt. Great way to fund the operation. So get your Alex Jones for president and Trump mugshot 
church at InfoWarsStore.com or by calling toll-free 888-253-3139. The War Room. InfoWars.com forward slash show. All right, before we get into the other highlights of the Durham hearing today, my guest Ivan Raiklin was in attendance along with uh, Jason Goodman, who uh, had some nice TV moments himself, uh, shaking his head because Schiff Schiff did not get this fastball past Goodman, who was in the audience next to you. We may have just temporarily lost uh, Ivan. It looks like we're getting reestablished with him. But I noticed that uh, Goodman did not swing and miss at the fastball like Durham did. Schiff tried to throw a fastball and blew it right by Durham. He didn't know what he just saw. Uh, but Goodman was in the crowd behind him shaking his head. He he hit the fastball out of the park. He saw it coming. Uh, guys, we're probably going to have to get reconnected, it looks like, here with Ivan. If I'm seeing this right, it looks like we've lost that connection. Okay, uh, so let me know when we establish that. Again, folks, everything we do here brought to you by you shopping at InfoWarsStore.com. Remember, we have five brand new products at InfoWarsStore.com. And they are all 25% off right now. I suggest you try them out for yourself. Probiotic formula, great for your gut health. Prostate support, it's a big issue for men. The prostate issues. Nerve Renew, a brand new nerve support formula. Joint Max Relief or Joint Relief. And Good Night Sleep, another sleep aid, all at InfoWarsStore.com. Brand new supplements. We're really excited to introduce these to you at 25% off. And it's your support at InfoWarsStore.com that keeps us on the air. All right, we've reestablished our connection with Ivan. So, again, uh, this fastball got whizzed right past John Durham. And, again, it's just amazing you can be that ignorant. It's like a professional baseball player not knowing what a bunt is. Uh, But Goodman in the background behind you, he was shaking his head. He was like, he knew exactly what Schiff was doing. Schiff said in the hearing that the – WikiLeaks emails, the Clinton and the DNC emails, were hacked and leaked by Russians. At best, that is an unproven, that is unproven, Ivan. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, he's using the speech and debate clause in order to lie his way through uh, supporting his Senate campaign. And he's been doing it up until this point in order to maintain his seat in Congress. This guy is a total, uh, I mean, let's call it what it is. Adam Bullshift, right? That's his nickname. If it's Schiff, flush it. Yeah, exactly. And so it's just disgusting what they're doing. I was just stunned that Durham let that go right by. Schiff just says, yeah, the Russians hacked the emails and leaked them. No, they didn't. You don't know that. We, Owen, you, I, and the others that are listening in the audience have done more research and investigation into all these criminal actors within the DOJ and the FBI than the entire team uh, that John Durham has assembled because they're, they're just doing their job, collecting a paycheck in order to protect the uniparty, you know, by, by duopoly. Meanwhile, they're not even getting to what should have happened with this investigation. And I'm glad fo- folks like Troy Nels and Matt Gates and Harriet Hageman closed it out pretty well. Uh, the congresswoman that absolutely destroyed and obliterated Lizzie Cheney. Yeah, she closed out by essentially the rot and toxicity and literally the poison that emanates from Washington field office, FBI headquarters, as well as the Department of Justice. I mean, they made the case today 
to essentially provide one penny of funding to DOJ and FBI that's in the D.C. metro area. Yeah. Hopefully that happens. Yeah, we'll that's, if, uh, that's the right move. So let's get back into the highlights then. All right, you just mentioned a couple of the highlights. What, what were some other highlights in your mind? What, what did you take away? What do you remember? Yeah, so it, it's, it's if you don't, if you're not used to the accent of Congresswoman Sparks, so she's difficult to understand, so you may have to kind of really focus in while you listen to her, but what she presents, she's a Freedom Caucus member, absolutely obliterated uh, the DOJ and the FBI, calling out every single component of the investigation by Mueller, the IG Horowitz report, essentially failure, failure, failure. And you can see if, if there was a pan out, and I think I might have some content, if you look at the members of Congress around her as she's just slaying it, they're literally holding their laughter back of like, oh, man. You know those memes of the kids going, oh, dang. Literally the entire members of Congress surrounding her were doing that facial expression as she obliterated the DOJ and FBI's performance over the last seven years. And she's a uh, Ukrainian immigrant, correct? Correct. Yep. So she knows about Absolutely. political corruption and weaponization of government. Oh, full stop, full stop. And I'd like to remind you and your audience that I happened to sit on the Ukraine crisis team uh, when it was established back in 2014 in the Pentagon at the National Military Command Center. And a lot of the stuff that's come out today, it's like, oh, wow, uh, kind of saw that one coming. Includes Brennan, the Biden criminal syndicate, fam criminal family syndicate. Uh, yeah, so th there's a lot going on here. Well, we can Other get into that. Let me see here. Yeah, oh. I was going to say, we can get back into that. $6 billion plus. Oh, we made an accounting error. Yeah, I'm sure you did. What a convenient account. Bank error in your yeah, favor. Yeah, that accounting error, error was this, you know, $6 billion of $60 billion. Isn't that 10%? And doesn't that mean 10% for the big guy? 10% for the big and guy. And you got Stan ben Bankman-Fried getting off scot-free yeah. so that he can continue to funnel money into the DNC. Democrats and the DNCC. Meanwhile, the the oh my is debt number two is funneling money over to the to Kevin McCarthy pack and Mitch McConnell pack in the form of you know his name uh, Ryan Salome, who's the number two guy at FDX. Imagine he, he how good the Republicans. Imagine how good the deep state Democrats have it when their fall guy Sam Bankman-Fried doesn't even fall. Their fall guys don't even fall anymore. Yeah, and, and it's because he got the Biden criminal syndicate. What is he going to get? He's going to get a tax kind of thing, right? Like a Hunter Biden deal? Like a sweetheart deal? Yeah, he's going to get a Hunter Biden deal out of it. He already he's has. He's been nothing. living at his parents' palatial mansion. Him and then he's going to come off scot-free. Yeah, it, it's, it's, already, it's already in the works. What other takeaways are you going to remember from being at that hearing, the Durham hearing today? Did it give you hope or I think no? I, I think there was enough there. Why don't you tell this person that you are, you need to, to tell this person calling you, you're on the FBI. war room right now and he needs to stop calling you. How many phones What's do that? you have going on right now? What is the deal? <laughs> this is insane, I, folks. I committed to a 530 interview and they're trying to call me three minutes early. So you, all right, make your final comments here in 60 seconds. All right, I'm just going to say this. I think we need to continue to push so that the Freedom Caucus 
And those that are willing to remove Kevin McCarthy as the Speaker of the House, put that on the table to say, hey, Kevin, yep. if you don't support and get the necessary votes in order to to basically not fund the new headquarters of the FBI in Virginia and then go ahead and defund Chris Ray through the Homan rule, then they need to move to vacate uh, Kevin McCarthy as speaker. I agree. What I Quickly, what is Mitch McConnell's status? Is, is, can he even walk? Can he talk? I'm, I'm serious. Like, what is what, what is his deal? He's probably sharing bunk beds with uh, with Fetterman and Feinstein. Oh, unbelievable. The, the, the three musketeers. Ivan, where can people follow your work before you're about to go to another interview? They can follow me on uh, Substack, please. And then, la oh, la last thing, if you want the deep state deep dive, I've I did a four and a half hour special episode on my locals channel, IvanERakelin.locals.com. Check it out. All right, Ivan. There goes Ivan from the Durham hearing, interview after interview, drive around in his car. He's a complete madman. But before we go to break, please remember, we're listener-supported. We're not subscriber-based. We're supported by you buying products at InfoWarsStore.com, and they're excellent. We're selling out of X3. It's our best seller. We have to end the sale because the current sales rates in two weeks, it'll be gone. Try iodine, incredible for your immune system, your electrochemical activity, every cell in the body. It's essential. Without it, without iodine, you die. That's why they're targeting iodine, taking it out of the diet. You need it. They put the bad halogens in to block the iodine and the chlorine, the fluoride, and the bromine. You need this product. It takes about two weeks to kick in on average. Take a few drops a day. Infowarsstore.com or 888-253-3139. And it's 25% off. It is your last chance. Discover the power of activated iodine. Try iodine. True nascent. On iodine takes your system just to the next level. Infowarsstore.com or 888-253-3139. The War Room. Infowars.com forward slash show. We are in a war for America. This is The War Room. Watch the live stream at band.video. All right, I'm going to go to... A lot of these clips now from the Durham hearing today, and I've just got so many clips. I'm just going to start going down this list of clips. Once we exhaust this list, we'll start to get into this crazy news I have on my desk. It's just insane. Uh, we played most of Durham's uh, questioning from Matt Gates to open the show, uh, but let's go to a little more here before we move on in uh, clip two. You tried two cases, lost both of them, and then the one plea, guilty plea you got, Kleinsmith, Kleinsmith is back to practicing law in Washington, D.C. today. Yeah, that's beyond my control. Right, but, but the, the fact that you allowed that plea to occur, right, and, and then the punishment was insufficient, the fact that you didn't, you didn't charge Andrew McCabe, you didn't convict the lying Democrats or the lying Russians— you didn't investigate Mifsud or the Mueller probe, even though, as we sit here today in black letter, that was your charge. 
Have you ever heard of the Washington Generals? Uh, the Washington Generals, yes. Yeah, and, and they're the team that basically gets paid to show up and lose, right? <laughs> well, I, you know, I'm sure that the players who um, exert blood, sweat, and tears don't view it that way, but you might. I think they do. I think they do because the job of the Washington Generals is to show up every night and to play the Harlem Globetrotters. And their job well, I'm is thinking, to lose. I'm sorry, of a different, I was thinking of a different Yeah, thing. yeah, so their job is to lose. And I'm kind of wondering, and, and it, just seem, it just seems so facially obvious that it's not what's in your report that's telling. Mm-hmm. It's the omission. It's the lack of work you did. And for the people like the chairman who put trust in you, I think you let them down. I think you let the country down. And you are one of the barriers to the true accountability that we need. Uh, Matt Gates for Speaker of the House, please. Yes, one Gates for Speaker of the House, please. Thank you. Let's go to Durham now talking about, I guess, what he's determined is his view of the FBI in clip three. How long do you think that this country will survive? Mr. Chairman, the uh, time has expired. You can't ask a question. A two-tier justice system that seeks to persecute people based on their political beliefs. Witness may respond. Generally, his time has expired. I, I don't, do I respond? Sure. I don't think that um, things can go uh, too much further with a view that uh, law enforcement, particularly the FBI, the Department of Justice, runs a two-tiered system of justice. Um, the nation can't stand under uh, under those circumstances. Mm-hmm. Well said. Gentlelady yields back. Uh, this concludes today's hearing. Uh, Mr. Durham, we thank you. And we're going to have more from you, that conclusion, which was even better. And, um, yeah, the two-system of justice isn't just with the Durham hearing today. We've also got... All the individuals now, there's lists being formed. Uh, one individual, rapper Kodak, Black's lawyer, decries two tiers of justice after Hunter Biden plea deal. So it's just everywhere. It's one rule of, of for the Democrats, for the D.C. establishment. Uh, it's, it's liberal Democrat privilege. Everybody else uh, is going to be destroyed. And so here's Jim Jordan talking about how Americans now see the clear double standard in clip four. 60% of Americans now believe... There's a double standard at the Justice Department. You know why they believe that? Because there is. That has got to change. And I don't think more training, more rules is going to do it. I think we have to fundamentally change the FISA process and we have to use the appropriations process to limit how American tax dollars are spent at the Department of Justice. Jim Jordan here asking if Comey uh, what his role in all of this was in clip 22. Uh, Mr. Durham, in the summer of 2016, did our government receive intelligence that suggested Secretary Clinton had approved a plan to tie President Trump to Russia? Yes. Was that intelligence important enough for Director Brennan to go brief the President of the United States, the Vice President of the United States, the Attorney General of the United States, and the Director of the FBI? Yes. And was that intelligence put then into a memorandum, a referral memorandum? Yes. And was that memorandum then given to Director Comey and Agent Strzok? That's who it was addressed to, yes. Did Director Comey share that memorandum with the FISA court? I'm, I'm sorry, can Did you... Did he share that memorandum with the FISA court? Did Director Comey do that? I'm not aware of that if he did. Did he share it with the, with the lawyers preparing the FISA application? Not to my knowledge. Did he share it with the agents on the case working the Crossfire Hurricane case? No. 
didn't share it with the agents on the case. Can you tell the committee what happened when you took that referral memo and shared it with one of those agents, specifically supervisory special agent number one? We interviewed the uh, first supervisor of the um, crossfire uh, investigation, um, the operational person. Uh, we showed him the intelligence um, information. Uh, he indicated he had never seen it before. Uh, he immediately became uh, emotional, uh, got up and left the room with his lawyer, um, spent some time in the hallway, came back. Um, he was and ticked off, wasn't he? Yes. He was ticked off because this is something he should have had as an agent on the case. It's important information that the director of the FBI kept from the people doing the investigation. The information was kept from him. And Durham later on went on to say that those FBI agents um, were apologetic because they realized that they were deceived into engaging in potentially criminal activity as they see it now. And Durham also stated that Comey, McCabe and Stroke would not be interviewed by the prosecutors. So they weren't cooperating at all. They claimed they were, they weren't. And so imagine, and and who knows, maybe some of these FBI agents are now whistleblowers talking to the uh, House Oversight Committee and, and, and other Republicans and, and members of the media. They all need to go, be going public, but I understand why they wouldn't, because the government might kill them or destroy their lives. So, okay, you get it. But... Imagine you're an FBI agent. You're just, you're not political. You're just doing your job, whatever you want to say. And somebody says, hey, we need you to investigate this. Here's the information we have. Please go investigate it. And you say, okay, yes, sir. I'm going to go do my job. And then you find out that they had information the whole time that shows you were looking into false information. They, they, in, in other words, Comey intentionally gave, or whoever was transferring the documents, Durham was like, yeah, I don't know, they didn't really cooperate. Whoever was transferring these documents knew knew that it was Clinton opposition research that they were using to spy on Trump and his campaign members, and they withheld that information from the field agents they told to go investigate. It's like, imagine you're sending buddy, you're sending somebody on a on a mission. And you don't tell them there's a bunch of landmines on the road on the way. It's like, hey, I need you to drive down the street and take this, uh, you know, uh, deliver this document. Yes, sir. And then you get there and like 30 landmines blow up on your way. And you're like, uh, yeah, there were like 30 landmines on that road. I nearly lost my my legs. And they say, oh, yeah, we knew about those landmines. What? You knew? Why wouldn't you tell me? And there were some Democrats who were a little confused at the entire thing. Uh, Hank Johnson, no surprise, he thinks islands float. And they thought that Durham was investigating the Bidens. Yeah, they thought this was about Durham investigating the Bidens. Uh, No. And so here's Hank Johnson in an awkward moment in clip 23. To the extreme disappointment of some on this panel, your investigation failed to produce indictments against Hillary Clinton, correct? That's correct. Didn't indict Barack Obama. That's correct. Didn't in, but indict Joe Biden. That's correct. Couldn't even indict Hunter Biden. We didn't correct? investigate Mr. Hunter Biden. And of your three prosecutions, one ended with a... They brought this up multiple times, the Bidens and Hunter Biden and that stuff, and, and it's just the Democrats don't even know what's going on. This was about false information that they knew was fake. They literally wrote up 
It's like if you write a teacher's note that says, I'm sick, and you give it to the teacher, like, you know that's fake. You wrote that. That's what they did. They wrote a fake letter and gave it to the teacher and said, we need to go spy on Trump, and they all knew it was fake. And they're like, oh, why didn't you indict Hunter Biden? In the short time we have, I can't get into all the incredible ingredients in Superfemal Vitality. Go to InfoWarsTore.com, read about the ingredients, look them up for yourself, and then understand this is cold-pressed herbs, so it has a more powerful effect in the body. Get yours today at InfoWarsTore.com for 50% off. Super Mel Vitality is selling out. It's an incredible formula for stamina, energy, libido. Only a few hundred bottles left. But the good news is we have several thousand bottles left of Super Female Vitality. That's the same formula. It boosts men. It boosts women. It works great. But women like pink labels. Men like different color labels. So it works for men as well. It's the same formula. It's an incredible formula. And it funds our operation. And here's another important part of the overall information it's 50 percent off for a limited time so get your super female vitality for men and women at infowarstore.com right now for 50 percent off and it funds the infowar super female vitality 50 percent off for a limited time at infowarstore.com i have been in a 28 year marathon battle with a globalist i have come from nowhere to the very heights of politics not just in america but in the world we are engaging the globalists at point blank range in the information war. But I don't deserve the credit. Yes, I've persevered, but the listeners and viewers who support InfoWars are the real reason we've had the success. We're having now the greatest victories in the fight against the new order we've ever had. We are now entering the final mile of the marathon. And that's why today it's more important than ever to realize how important you've been in this fight and to continue in the efforts you've been carrying out and to intensify them. God bless you all. I salute you. I thank you. And I beg you to intensify what you're doing now because we are over the target and history is happening. The fight is my fight. It's your fight. It's our fight. God bless you all. Expecting the vote to censure Adam Schiff very shortly. We'll be monitoring that, giving you the update, but I'm fully expecting that to pass. And then we'll see if Kevin McCarthy wants to do anything in response. Kevin McCarthy's about a 100 hitter. He's about a 100 hitter. Wouldn't make most rosters, but uh, he's the leader of the Republican House. Mitch McConnell, Ronna McDaniel, they're batting zero. They're batting zero. They don't have a hit all season. Scary stuff. Now, I I don't want to spend too much more time on this Durham hearing today. We spent a ton of time on it. I spent a ton of time on it earlier on the Alex Jones show, played a bunch of the clips. Um, So we'll skip over a few of these things like Adam Schiff lying about Trump-Russia collusion on the hearing. That's about how Trump-Russia collusion was a hoax, and that was the whole point of the hearing. Adam Schiff still lying about it and then lying about Russians hacking emails. That was a lie. Uh, Nadler fumbling around. It's just all an embarrassment. And then, of course, Durham just having no idea. He, he Schiff just throwing these fastballs right by him. 
a known liar. Adam Schiff throwing fastballs right by John Durham. I mean, that's pathetic. That's 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 embarrassing. Uh, I'm sorry to say for John Durham to get outsmarted by Adam Schiff. That's embarrassing. But Schiff will be censured in uh, less than, I, I would say, 15 minutes from now. Maybe even by the end of this hour. So it, we'll probably have an update for that very shortly. And that guy outsmarted John Durham. Really, really embarrassing. Uh, you know, there are some other clips, actually, that we should play. So, so let me just, let me let me backtrack. Let, let's actually play a couple more of these because they're just important, and I know you want to hear them. Let's go to Troy Nels uh, here talking to Durham in clip seven. On page, of your 50, page 15 of your report, it says that in the summer and fall of 2016, Dolan and Denchenko traveled to Moscow in connection with a business conference. The business conference was held at the Ritz-Carlton in Moscow, which, according to the Steele reports, was allegedly the site of salacious sexual conduct on the part of Trump. Parents, if you're watching, earmuffs for your kids now, folks. Put earmuffs for your children. Mr. Durham, was this salacious sexual conduct? What is that? Um, the allegation was that... Um, okay, don't don't answer it. I will. Okay. Think about this, America. In the game of politics, it gets dirty and nasty. And the people will say anything to beat their opponent. But this is the government doing it. Even the director of the FBI, Comey, said, it's possible Trump was with hookers peeing on each other. Christopher Steele said an infamous Trump pee tape probably exists. Alleged pee tape incident was the only sex Trump party in Russia. You want to irritate the suburban mom at home? Five months before an election, tell them the Republican leading candidate is peeing on prostitutes. We are aware of the member of this committee having an alleged affair with a Chinese spy. I refer to as yum yum. But this is a new law for anyone. And I would hope Mr. Swalwell would agree with me. Imagine if somebody would have said and taken it this step further. Mr. Swalwell was, was peeing on yum yum. All right. So we'll have a couple more clips coming up. I do want to move on here quickly, though. Lauren Boebert filing articles of impeachment. She is not being supported by Republican leadership on that issue. I wonder why. So in other words, McConnell, McCarthy, McDaniel not supporting her on the articles of impeachment. Apparently even butting heads with Marjorie Taylor Greene on it. But but that I think might be fake news because Marjorie Taylor Greene has filed articles of impeachment as well. It's just left-wing media outlets. They saw uh, MTG and Lauren Boebert having a uh, discussion inside the Capitol today and they just said, oh, look, they're fighting over articles of impeachment. I don't know if that's true considering they both have filed articles of impeachment. But what's pathetic is McCarthy, McConnell, McDaniel not backing Boebert on this and not making a bigger story out of it when it's it, it, it should be a much bigger story. Now, let's look at the sweetheart deal for Hunter Biden and some of this other news quickly. Co, uh, Kodak Black lawyer decries two tiers of justice after Hunter Biden plea deal. Now, Kodak Black is black. So why would Kodak Black get the gun charge, but Hunter Biden not? And why would Kodak ba- Black have to spend time in jail and Hunter Biden not? Well, the left would normally say, well, it's because of white privilege. So why aren't liberals shouting white privilege today with the kid glove treatment of Hunter Biden with these charges because they know what it is. It's liberal Democrat privilege. It's Biden privilege. So they don't even want to throw the white privilege thing out there. They don't even want to throw that debate out there. 
because they know exactly what it is. So it just shows white privilege is a myth and they know it. And this is your evidence right here. Where's your white privilege cries when it comes to Hunter and Joe Biden? Not there because you know it doesn't exist. And this is Democrat privilege. This is deep state privilege. Here's a couple other examples from Insurrection Barbie. Just, you know, a couple. Exact same charge. Exact same allegation as Hunter Biden for Wesley Snipes. Three years in prison for tax evasion. Mike Sorrentino, eight months in prison for tax evasion. Ja Rule, 28 months in prison for tax evasion. Daryl Strawberry, three months tax evasion. Fat Joe, four months tax evasion. Joe and Teresa Guidis, four years tax evasion. Heidi Fleiss, 37 months tax evasion. Chuck Berry, three months tax evasion. Richard Hatch, 51 months tax evasion. Leona Helmsley, four years tax evasion. Hunter Biden, no jail time. No jail time. And by the way, his monies were most were, were bigger. The, the tax evasion, the money that he evaded paying taxes on was bigger than these other individuals. How convenient for him. It's nice to be a Democrat. Boy, is it nice to be a Democrat. You are lawless. You are above the law. James Comer makes this statement. Today, the FBI brought two unclassified FD-1023 forms for my review. These records were heavily redacted. Americans have lost confidence in the FBI's ability to enforce the law impartially. The FBI must provide unredacted copies of these records. House Committee and Oversight Accountability Chairman James Comer issued the following statement after reviewing two unclassified FBI-generated FD-1023 forms that memorializes a confidential human sources conversations with a foreign national who claimed to have bribed then-Vice President Joe Biden. Today, the FBI brought two unclassified FD-1023 forms that were heavily redacted to secure to a secured facility to be reviewed. What is the FBI hiding from Congress? Americans have less confidence in the FBI's ability to enforce the law impartially, and the FBI's secrecy shows that they aren't interested in regaining that trust. The FBI must provide unredacted copies of these records and provide answers about what investigation and actions should have taken place to verify these serious bribery allegations against President Biden. So, slowly but surely, we get a little better idea about what's going on. Who are the FBI informants that the FBI says, if revealed, will be killed? Are these domestic informants? Are these international informants? Is it a Ukraine national? Is that who's being redacted as an FBI informant who's admitting and cooperating, saying, yes, yes, I engaged in bribery schemes with the Bidens. Is it a Ukrainian national who they think might be killed? Or are they lying about that and they're just protecting the Biden crime family? Is Christopher Ray protecting FBI informants from the Biden crime family? Or is Christopher Ray protecting the identity of FBI informants for the Biden crime family? By the way, on all this issue... On these issues, Marjorie Taylor Greene had this to say yesterday from the Capitol in clip nine. Uh, it, you know what? We've got some bad audio. Is this our audio, guys? Is this a. Can we not hear her? 
is that now that this has happened, Hunter Biden can't plead the fifth. So I think we need to subpoena him in front of the Oversight Committee, and we need to have a little chat with Hunter Biden. And, and just there it is. Hour. Marjorie Taylor Greene wants Hunter Biden to testify before the Oversight Committee. I think that's a good idea, Marjorie. I hope you help to make that happen. Oh, boy, oh, boy. So we've got the vote to censor Adam Schiff going on right now. Warren Boebert files articles of impeachment against Joe Biden, which will force a House floor vote. I guess that's why the Republican leadership doesn't want it. They want to help protect the Biden crime family. you got to wonder why. Uh, But there it all is. We've got more coming up, folks. Remember, everything we do here is brought to you by you shopping at InfoWarsStore.com. Big sale right now on BrainForce Plus and BrainForce Ultra. I would stock up. Stock yourself up on BrainForce Plus and BrainForce Ultra. That combo pack, 50% off right now at InfoWarsStore.com. That's right, 50% off BrainForce Plus and BrainForce Ultra combo pack, InfoWarsStore.com. You're going to want to pay attention to what I'm about to say in the next 60 seconds. Two new incredible products are now available exclusively at InfoWarsStore.com. They are both clones of national best-selling products from a major pharmaceutical slash supplement maker that are listeners and patriots that are allowing us to private label it at a lower price you'll find in stores. It's Joint Relief Max and Nerve Renew. Both of these have known documented natural compounds to lower pain and to also make your nerves healthier, which is one of the major reasons nerves get irritated and are more inductive to pain. There's major research behind this all. You need to get Joint Relief Max from InfoWars MD and Nerve Renew from InfoWars MD exclusively at InfoWarsStore.com right now. Introducing them both, 25% off. You'll find them exclusively at InfoWarsStore.com and they fund their operation. 